Mic check. Mic check one, two. Mic check one, two, one, two. <laughs> Welcome to Sword Tadpole. <laughs> Whip on my Kindle, I'm ready for a break. I start to water because the words are mace. Iris burning up, no blue light filter. Dizzy all of a sudden, my balance off kilter. I just bought a bunny and I named him Regret. Tummy can't handle Swiss, so I feed him the cheddar. News just in. Rami's not cool, so I ate the newspaper. Ink bled through my stool. Tripped onto paper, formed into questions. Poisoned veins and prevented erections. Made a weird joke, my friends don't get it. Some in the scapegoats, they're the ones that said it. Working on the subway laptop, ate my soul. Cloud ate my data. Story tadpole. Story tadpole, story tadpole, story tadpole. Well, my mama offered to buy us a bed Cause we barely had money to pay the rent I say we should ask for a king And we shouldn't settle for anything actually Less than a California king but you say that be bad for us But in the night I like to fuss I kick a lot I don't like to share Perhaps tonight I'll take the air I'll take the air I'll take the air Mattress Deflated in the middle of the night Now my back is aching and my ass is tight I feel like like someone reached in with a claw like a claw machine mm -hmm. grabbed me and put me here I feel out of place Do you feel like when you've used those claw machines in the past mm -hmm. Well, first of all, have you ever won in one of the, with one of those claw machines? I don't think I have. You know why? Why? I think it's because the things that are being grabbed, like the little prizes, mm -hmm. they don't want to move. They want to stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. They wiggle their way out of the claw. That's a good point. I wanted to move, so it's not really the same as being in a claw machine. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe when you do win the claw machine, it's because the thing, whatever prize you got, is is just, like, in a bad place, and they want to get out. Maybe. You said that, like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, um, but maybe. Anyways... This is a new thing that I wrote, a new poem. It's called, well, I'm not even going to say what it's called. I'm just going to read it and see what happens. Right. Feel free to react, respond, interrupt. Interrupt? Well, you know, be polite. I wouldn't dream of it, of interrupting. All right, ready? I'm going to read it. My body is covered in seeds. People like that. They like the texture, the feeling of bumps against their tongue. People like the look of me, 
even more so when I'm sliced in two because of the starburst gradient. White giving way to scarlet. Like, the closer you get to my skin, the angrier I become. People think it's easy to go well with chocolate. But chocolate thinks he doesn't need anything. He thinks he's better than the rest of us. But the truth is, if there was only chocolate in the world, we'd eventually get sick of him. And bellies would swell with hunger, even if the supply was limitless. Nobody ever asks me what my favorite food is. I like pumpkins. Because who doesn't like a good pumpkin? I guess the answer to that is a lot of people. Because I only see pumpkins in autumn, and they are never being eaten. Instead, people buy them, gut them, and sometimes cook up their babies with some brown sugar or salt. One thing I like about being a strawberry is that I can always one-up you if we're having a complaining contest. You might say, I don't have any friends, FML. And then I can one-up you by saying, I'm a strawberry. <laughs> you could get friends. <laughs> you might not have any right now. And yes, I'm sure that's difficult. But I can't get any, ever, because... <laughs> The rest of the strawberries can't think or speak, and no other living organism can speak strawberry. As far as I know, I'm the only one. You might say, I get warts all over my hands, and even when I don't, they're just clammy and gross. <laughs> <laughs> to which I would say, I'm a strawberry. When my kind is even slightly disfigured, or just the faintest bit mushy, people make faces at us, then make like the ugh sound, and toss us into the garbage disposal. The garbage disposal isn't fun. You might say something like, I have lice. <laughs> my life is literally over. Well, I am a strawberry. I have an entire family of worms living inside me. They made a home in me. They had children and raised them, and those children had children, who are now adults and have inherited me from their dead, shriveled ancestors, whose bodies still reside within me. How many generations of worms in me must I endure? You, may, you might deign to say something like, My neighbor's dog is fucking crazy and bit my leg. I probably have rabies. <laughs> First of all, you probably don't have rabies. But if you are really worried about it, you can go to a doctor. Meanwhile, I'm still living that strawberry life. My siblings don't get bitten by the neighbor's dog. They get devoured by rodents, and we're stuck to a bush so we can't run away. You chose to pet that fucking dog. We don't get to pet the local rodents. We can see them coming from a mile away, but there's not a thing we can do. And there are no strawberry doctors. Well, there was rumored to be one, but none of us have health care or a means of transportation or a system of currency. 
And also, the rumor is not true because I started the rumor because I'm the only strawberry physically capable of spreading rumors because I'm the only one that can talk. Anyways, I know I said no one else speaks strawberry, but actually, once I met a blueberry and I could kind of understand what she was saying, I think she said, Hey Sam, what do strawberries even look forward to? And I said, My name isn't Sam. I don't know where you got that information. (laughs) But to answer your question in a literal sense, we don't look forward to anything because we don't look. Do blueberries look? Can blueberries see? She said, of course we can see. That was a bad day. Why the fuck do blueberries get to see? I know I really sound like a complainy little strawberry, but really I'm a complainy big strawberry. In fact, I'm one of the biggest in my patch. Anyway, I think I like to end this interview by sharing an entry from my daily journal. Tuesday, March 6th, 2017. Today I thought a lot about bicycles. Someone rides by the patch every day. I can hear the chain squeak. They are in desperate need of some lubrication. If I had a bike, my chain would never squeak. I'd make sure the wheels always had enough air. I'd always bring it inside so it wouldn't rust. If the day's ride was muddy, I'd give it a good rinse. I can see myself kneeling with an oil can on a Sunday, making sure all the parts are doing exactly what they should. One day, I'd like to ride one. I know it's unrealistic, but a strawberry can dream. Was this snaps? (laughs) That was the end. That was fun. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah? Did you write this after I bought those two things of strawberries and a lot of them were going bad and they were all mushy? You're exactly right. <laughs> I wrote it right after that. I love it. Um, second question. Yeah. How does the strawberry know that it's the only one that can talk? I would say the strawberry is not the only one that can talk, but as far as they know, they are. Yeah. They just haven't tried. The thing with strawberries is they're attached to the bush, so they they can't travel that far. And I think this strawberry was specifically a bit presumptuous about mm. their situation. Yeah. Um, I also really liked it because it's like, is all the things that it wanted to do or like that it would do if it could. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel grateful. For all the things that you can do. Yeah, I think while I was writing it, I was trying to fig, I was trying to think of something to feel. I was trying to think of something to compare myself to that would make me feel better. Because mm. I think I was in a a bad mood, a piss poor mood. Yeah. I was in a piss poor mood. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself like two things. I was thinking to myself one, I think eating a strawberry would make me in a better mood and two i'm glad i'm not a strawberry because <laughs> then you someone would eat you to get in a better mood I yeah 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 um 
I liked, well, I liked all of the things that it was saying that it couldn't do. Yeah. Um, wait, like, getting eaten by a rodent, like, that it couldn't run away. Yeah, it can't run. Wait, but what was the first one? The first one was... One thing I like about... Oh, never mind. Uh... (laughs) I don't have any friends, FML. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, a thing. Like, yeah, we don't have any friends. I mean, not us, but just... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, someone... You know, this is not about us. This yeah. is just about someone. Yeah, that could be like, oh, we don't have any friends, but we 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 do have the ability to make friends. We could make friends. Yeah. Uh, not like, again. Not, not us. us. Not, not us. us. <laughs> but someone, someone else. Yeah. Who doesn't have any friends? Yeah. Because we have we have a lot. I mean, think about all the friends we have. Yeah. <laughs> Especially here. I can. Oh, Drew. Is yeah. a friend. Yeah. Um. Yep. <laughs> there are others. But yeah, we don't need to name them all. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to like put anyone on this. Like, I don't have. I don't, I, I need you need consent to name at names. Yeah. So Drew, I'm taking back Drew. Because <laughs> we he doesn't. We don't have consent from him. Yeah, I think he would give us consent though. I've known for a long time. As our only friend, I think he owes us that. I don't think he's our only friend. Yeah, I was just making a joke. <laughs> we have lots of lots of friends. But something that Hannah and I were just talking about is how it's like tough to make friends. Right? Th- th- this is Hannah, the one who's been talking. I haven't introduced her yet this episode, <laughs> but she's the one. It's me. That I'm talking to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. As adults. You get out what you put into it. And if... Which is bullshit. Because you should just... We should just have, you know... We should just snap our fingers and then there's a friend. I think it's good you get out what you put into it. Because if you're somebody who, like, maybe you make, initially make friends easily, but then you're a bad friend, then you should get back what you put in, you know? You have to put in the work and be a good friend. I think that's important. Do you think people are, uh, people that are bad friends are bad friends to everyone? No. I think that people, like, maybe some people, but I think a lot of times people prioritize their relationships in different ways depending on maybe like what they get out of it or like what not that everyone's selfish but you know you get different things from different relationships and some are more fulfilling than others so I think some people put a lot into the ones that are maybe more fulfilling for them yeah I feel like in my life I've had a lot of friends where it's not really it's like the type of friendship where you do something together a lot Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, I don't know if you play sport, like you do that sport with this friend, like this friend is your, you know, soccer friend or something. And then you kind of only see them while you're doing that. Mm-hmm. 
and then you move away and you never talk to him again because mm. it's like you weren't well there's a name for it i think like the name for that type of friend but i forgot what it is it's like not really a true friend in the sense of someone you can come to and share all your shit with yeah I think that, like, someone like that can still be a true friend. And it feels like those kind of friends get more um, more common in adulthood. Because, mm-hmm. like, people maybe already have, like, their best best friends from a while ago. Or, like, they, you know, you're just, like, maybe you have a family or you have just, like, more stuff going on. So then you go out and you do something with certain people, but, you know, maybe you don't confide in them as much um i have a question for you mm-hmm. do you think that you would be good friends with yourself yes why because well, first of all i think it's a great question um wait thank you <laughs> yeah you're welcome um i think yes because i I'm generally friends with people that I think are similar to me um, in the ways that, like, that we communicate. When I think of people that I'm really good friends with and I've stayed good friends with over time, um, it's people that communicate in similar ways and that, like, I could maybe not talk to all the time but still feel natural around or um, people that are kind of, like, mellow in the same ways that I am, but also can be silly in the same ways that I am. So I think yes. What do you... So you're perfect. Describe your perfect friend. My perfect friend? Yeah. Um, I have, I have a couple friends that are kind of perfect friends uh, for different okay, reasons. Okay, take all of the good parts of them and, and put them into one person. Um, somebody who, well, first of all, they would be my next door neighbor. <laughs> yeah. So when yeah, I that's important. think of like people who are my best friends, the best of them would be my next door neighbor. Yeah, I get that. Cause then, cause like I've, I've lived with some best friends and it is amazing and has been amazing, but sometimes, you know, you just... Need your own space, too. So if they're right next door, that would be the best. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are someone who's easygoing, chill. You can, like, just lay in bed with and read a book or, like, watch a show if you are in that kind of mood. Bone? No. No. Not with Uh, your friends. Yeah, no. (laughs) No, not with your friends. I mean, some people do that, but for me, that wouldn't work. Yeah, no bone. Um, and then, like, spend a lot of time outside with, but, like, even if you're, like, hiking or, like, backpacking or something outside, you don't need to be talking the whole time, but, but it's easy to talk the whole time if you want to. Um, somebody that you could, like, do nothing with, but also be doing something with. That's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, the ideal thing. Someone who, like, you can laugh with. And someone who takes you seriously when you need to be serious. Somebody who lifts you up. Physically? <laughs> Only physically. Exclusively. Physically. 
I'm only friends. My ideal friend is um, someone who can carry me everywhere. <laughs> that is a quality that I think I would want <laughs> in a friend. You never know when you might have an emergency and someone needs to carry you out of there. Yeah, it's not essential, but I think it could be useful in a lot of situations. Yeah. Like, I think, like, you break your, your legs, both of them. Yeah, they need to be able to carry and you. You, there are no crutches haven't been invented. Wheelchairs haven't been invented. Mm. We're back in the, you know, the times of, of old. The times of old. I couldn't think. I was thinking like, when were, would those things be around? I feel like crutches have been around for a long time. Yeah, they're essentially just sticks. They're just sticks, but we can, we can say like modern. I also think that like. In the postmodern age. Yeah, the postmodern age of friends or signs um i also think like having a friend who has a really interesting skill is good because then they can teach you their skill yeah like that is good making pottery bowls a or pottery something. friend yeah but then you kind of run the risk of them turning into your pottery friend well, this is, like, an ideal friend, so they're maybe already, like, your best friend, but they also have a really good skill. Okay. So they're not, they don't get in, like, they don't get friend-zoned, and by that I mean, like, put pottery in the zoned. Z- pottery zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, they can be, yeah, I like, they can be good at pottery. What's your ideal friend? So, one thing that I'm thinking about now is how you said you want your best friend, or, like, your ideal friend to be your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about our neighbors who, um, for just a little context, we hear our neighbors a lot and they sound really cool, like young, hip. They're giggling. They giggle a lot. <laughs> and that's something where I'm like, whoa, they fucking giggle yeah. so much. And not in an annoying way, just like an I want to be their friend way. Mm-hmm. And um, But I, I have never seen them. I've never met them. And so I'm a little worried that if my ideal friend were my neighbor, I would never meet them. Well, when I said they're my neighbor, I didn't mean, like, we became friends because they're my neighbor. That would be cool, too. But I just kind of meant, like, we were already friends, and then they moved in next door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Would you ever try to go to a bar and find a friend? Would I ever? Yeah. I think that I've done that before. You have? Mm -hmm. You've gone out, like, to a bar or, like, out on the town to find a friend? Well, I used to go to bars by myself sometimes when I moved to San Jose and in Santa Cruz a few times. I would go by myself. And I wasn't like, I'm going to go out and make a friend. But it was definitely like, I'm going to go out by myself, see if I see anyone cool or meet anyone that I become friends with. And you weren't specifically like, I want to meet a romantic person person partner that is has rarely ever been a motivation of mine really mm-hmm. yeah out. even less so for me <laughs> i never try to get <laughs> people just latch on well it's not that i'm not trying but i would say that's not like motivating me to like go out to a bar not motivating me to like go out and do something it's not that it's that I haven't tried, but I want to yeah. see some motivation. 
Yeah. Yeah, I would say for me, I really don't. <laughs> you just try. don't. It just happens. Yeah, yeah. it's always kind of like. You know, I really try not to get involved, mm. and people make it really hard because they're like, "We want you." Mm. Yeah, like us. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, my friends, um, again, uh, not again, but for the first time, this is Story Tadpole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Um, signing off. Yeah. Any last words? Yeah. yeah. We miss our, our Santa Cruz friends. Mm. We do. So if you're a Santa Cruz friend and you're listening, we miss you. Yeah. And keep listening, you know, to, to this point. <laughs> I guess they won't hear that because they won't hear that unless they've gotten to this point. I was trying to send them a message. Like, keep listening. Keep listening so you get to the point where we thank you for being our friends. But that's this point. Maybe we should go back and edit it and say that at the beginning. Yeah, I wish I could put this part at the beginning. (laughs) Regards. I'm not going to edit it. I know. Dang. Okay, well. Well. (laughs) Bye. In the middle of the night. Now my back is aching and my ass is tight Well fuck this, I can't sleep I already counted like twelve sheep In a house with just one room And in the room just one bed One plus one doth equal two No bed for me, yes bed for you If you let me, we should share And if you don't, I'll take the air I'll take the air, I'll take the air Mattress deflated In the middle of the night Now my back is aching and my ass is tight